You are listening to Get Real Podcast. Dan, we have a privilege this afternoon. Yes, we do. <laughs> We've got three young ladies that are part of a band, Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh. Yeah. Which one is frankincense? <laughs> <laughs> is is one of you frankincense or gold or myrrh or you just? Uh, no, that's just the name. <laughs> oh, okay, just the name. Just so that I have this right, we got CJ. CJ, which one are you? Hey there. We've got Lulu. Yeah. Uh, all right, and Maggie. Me, yeah. All right. Okay. I hope we don't scare you. We are just too like ugly guys. We so. have the face for radio. <laughs> okay, that's good. They have their own unique genre of metal. I have to tell you, I, I watched their video and listened to their song on the inside and my face got melted off. I could not believe the <laughs> level of talent that these young ladies they have. They rock. They totally rock. That's and, not even the biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a genre called beauty core. Can you guys tell us what beauty core is? Yeah, so beauty core kind of started as a joke between all of us because we were always asked like, what genre we were and we didn't really have a place to fit in like the genre category. So we just kind of made our own place and just kind of tried to like pave our own way, make our own place in the world of music. And so it kind of caught on, and now a bunch of women-led bands or like all-female bands, they're starting to hashtag it, and they're jumping on to, and yeah, I'm Beautycore too. And so it's just kind of this all-girl movement in the metal industry and in the music industry all in all. You've just inspired Dan and I. Yeah, we I'm are, feeling it. As a joke, we are going to start our own genre of metal. It's called, coming. It's coming. Get this. You guys tell me if you think this is going to sell. Dad bod core. <laughs> we're gonna rock we're gonna bring it yeah if you want if you want us to open up for you guys at all um dan and glenn dad bod core and i think our friend stacy from rev resistance podcast yeah he could, he, uh... he'd be in on that as as well and what's what's interesting is as i was researching you guys i found that beauty core is now in the urban dictionary and you are the definition of beauty core that Which is, is cool. cool. That's the craziest thing to us. It's just the like, funniest thing out of all of it. <laughs> yeah, we just we just create our own genre. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, just in our part time. Nothing big. No, that's awesome. You guys rock, and I love the visuals. When I was uh, checking out the video, the the apex to me of superficiality would be kind of cheerleader. I mean, yeah. maybe it's not deserved. Maybe one of y'all was a great cheerleader, okay? But in general, people don't think, whoa, that's real. That's intense. That rocks. I love yeah. seeing it. There's something about it that kind of takes me back to an old Nirvana video a little bit. Of oh, seeing, yeah, Teen Spirit. And, and seeing that. And when I see y'all absolutely smashing it on stage with the, the cheerleader outfit, I was like, that is so unique. It's awesome. The contrast is just, it's killer. So I like the unique uh, take that y'all are doing on some things. I got some questions. Glenn, go for can it, Can I go for it? Here we go. Glenn's the linear one. I'm the one with horrible ADD, really so bad bear ADD. with me. Um, so I love to ask different artists that Glenn and I talk to, and we'd like to find out why you do what you do. But I want the first one, which one of y'all are the middle child? Who's the middle child? Okay. Okay. So you're in, you're seated, seated in order. That's good. What is it about metal and what is it about what y'all do? Why do you do it? Um, when we first started, it was definitely because our parents liked it and we're like, okay, this is cool to listen to it. They were more into like glare metal and like the 80s and stuff. But when we started like growing up a little bit more, we like got involved more with like the heavy metal scene and we started liking our own interests and 
um, it just kind of became this place where we could like express ourselves and just get rid of like negative emotions and became like this release but in a way like a positive way like yeah. it wasn't like a violent thing to do or it wasn't rebellious or something like, a re- like that. yeah it was like listening to music and uh, or we going refer to, to like going stuff. on a roller coaster like that's kind of scary to some people but it's fun to others <laughs> yeah so it's just like that's kind of this analogy yeah way to, like release like aggression kind of and um and then like with writing our own music now it's just like a, a way to express ourselves and like help others definitely and like some people do journaling but like we kind of always like felt weird about journaling and stuff so (laughs) at some point writing lyrics is like journaling you know you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like oh i just thought of something really cool but it kind of rhymes so i'm gonna write it down as a song but everyone gets to read it yeah Yeah. like expressing yourself without like being weird in the journaling way (laughs) that brings up another question that i like to ask and it's do you feel like lyrics and ideas for music are somewhat discovered or contrived? Do you feel like the muse, and we use that in quotes a lot of times for kind of like the inspiration of God, okay? Do you feel like you're uncovering something that was already there? You write this song, you're like, whoa, this is, it's almost like it was meant to exist. Do you feel that in songwriting? And do you think it's discovered or or you you make it or both? I feel like it could be both almost because... You know, you get inspiration from us, our daily lives, and then our fans. We get a lot of inspiration. So that is kind of like you discovered it almost. But then, you know, sometimes you sit down and you are you think, like, I want to write how I feel right now. And I feel like that's original. Like, what you're feeling, you're putting it a feeling on a piece of paper so that you can show someone that emotion and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's more of original like you created it yeah that's more Mm -hmm. of like the direction we go with our lyrics Mm -hmm. but there's definitely been multiple times when we've just like sat down and like had nothing and just been like asking God like hey I don't know what's right I know we have like album due uh we need some lyrics like I don't just work through me like let me be a messenger and give me like your words to say to impact people so I definitely feel like that also is a definitely like a big part of writing lyrics. Yeah. Okay. You kind of call that a fax. Oh God, can you send me a fax? <laughs> send me a fax, please. <laughs> you know, and you get it. No, that's that's really, really cool. And where did, as far as, did this start out being piano lessons? I mean, where, where did y'all's musical skills, because y'all have a lot of skill. Did you start out going like, I want to be a metal drummer at like the age of three? You know, how did this how did this begin? We all started in like piano. Yeah. Well, except Lou. Yeah. Lou, Actually, Lou was like Lou the second did, part you Yeah, said. she was like four years old. I was like, no, I'm playing drums. I'm not doing yeah. piano. Okay. <laughs> On both spots. Like me and Maggie, we both started on piano. And then uh, growing up, we kind of went to our own instrument that we wanted and Lou was like no I want to play drums at four and a half so that is awesome and as far as the reception that y'all have gotten it's very unique okay for young ladies to do heavy metal <laughs> that also are young women of faith and that take it really seriously that's that's almost like really hardcore that used to be kind of mellow in the 80s oh that's a christian or christians who perform heavy metal or rock it was kind of this interesting thing now it's almost like kind of punk rock to take a stand for christ it's very it's rebellious against the mainstream i guess it's always been but as far as the reception i know that what glenn and i have run into is that there is a very loving community embedded in in heavy metal across genres and even people that don't profess faith in christ 
they're really sweet people. And the fans, you would think on the outside, you'd think, oh, there's people dressed in black. Are they going to be scary and mean? And they're the coolest fans I think I've ever met. What, do you all yeah. feel that same thing? Do you sense that that community? Yeah, that's definitely like yeah. 100% of our fans. Like, we have fans who are in the Christian music, like fan base, but we also have a lot of fans that are in like the general market and they don't like profess a faith. And a lot of them are like, they totally disagree with what we say on stage, but they come up to us and they're, they're supportive. Yeah, they're very supportive and they're just like, they express the respect that they have for us that we're open about our beliefs on stage and that we're not trying to like hide it or like be somebody else. And um, that's like the main comment that we've gotten, like just thank you for being yourselves. And then, like, they're super loving towards us, like, no matter what, like, the differences and beliefs that we have. Well, I know that it seems that there's a lot of very authentic artists that do metal. Because in the United States, maybe in Sweden, maybe in another country, maybe in Germany, you could have more of a streamlined success by picking um, metal. In the United States, if you wanted to just be successful or be popular, you would go to some sort of pop something right I'm something not, like something that, yeah. okay i'm gonna be nice you could go you're very to something and i see that authenticity i see that through y'all's music I, i've really enjoyed it as far as the christian part of that when we ask this to pretty much every artist you know that that we have on have y'all run into disagreements as far as um church people misunderstanding or they don't get it yeah we get um I would say like associated with that necessarily like totally disagreeing, but some people want uh, like Jesus or God, like stand front in our lyrics. And we necessarily don't believe it has to be in the lyrics because mm-hmm. we just believe that we're us who we are on and off stage. And we um, promote our message and what we believe and share our story more off stage than on stage. Yeah. And it's just a difference of what you wanted. Like some people like it in their lyrics and on stage, some people um, like us, we prefer talking personally. And it also, yeah. like, works for different bands because there's yeah. plenty of bands out there who are, like, making it and being a messenger and has God or Jesus in their lyrics. And, you know, we we just decided as a band that we do want to say stuff on stage, but like Sita said, we would more so want to one-on-one with our fans off stage mm-hmm. and actually get yeah. to talk to them and help them. You know, if they want to talk about something, be there to listen to them. Because there's a difference between, like, preaching something from stage and then actually like going deeper and diving deeper like off stage mm-hmm. which like, definitely like all of it work definitely like works and helps to advance god's kingdom this is just what we but, yeah it's just sure. no, that's awesome and the yeah. thing i love about it glenn you know if you make it into a law if you guys said no we have to be overt with jesus jesus every, every five seconds it loses authenticity. You can be real for Christ. You can love um, the people around you. You can do this. And when God lays on your heart to specify or to to witness the gospel to somebody or to do whatever, an act of kindness, that's beautiful. It's led by the Lord. When you make it a law and you become a bot and you're doing what people expect, you're doing what your own legalism and your own conscience, that's mm-hmm. what I would do. You're, you're getting away from, from something that would you know, flow out of you naturally. You are. And one of the things that Jesus wants us to be is to be ourselves. Absolutely. He wants us to be real. And that's really where the power comes from in sharing, preaching. And and that's one of the definitions of preaching. As a matter of fact, I heard it at church today is the authenticity of being yourself, living the message. That's the power in preaching with what you guys are doing. 
And the other thing that I see you guys doing and why we wanted to interview is I really see you guys bridging a gap, uh, two, two gaps. The first of all is you have those that have heard preaching and have been disenfranchised by preaching that is not God's grace. It's legalism. It's, it's different things. Hypocritical. Hypocritical preaching is basically what it comes down to. And they've been, they've been burned by it. And they would not listen to a preacher, but they may listen to your music, which might bring them back to God. And the other thing, too, is that Dan and I, we were joking about it when we were talking about, you know, dad bod core. Man, <laughs> I really think that's going to take off. Yeah, we got I do, something too. There. I do we, too. Sky's yeah. the limit. Sky's, oh, man, we're going to be so rich. It's going to be funny. <laughs> um, you're bridging a gap with the youth. If Dan and I tried to get up and do what you were doing, um, the younger crowd... <laughs> I don't oh, that think visual it, was so bad. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think it would work. I, I really don't. No, I know that it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and and really, I, I'd like to encourage you guys uh, with what Paul said to uh, Timothy: Don't let people despise you in your youth because you're being used. And in the book of Acts, and also in the book of uh, in Joel, chapter two, God says He's going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, and that the daughters and the young people will prophesy and God has a place for that and to use that. And one of the things I wanted to do was to bring you guys on so that people can see that God is using a younger generation, a new breed. And that's something that you guys have even talked about. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, one of the things too, that I want to encourage you in, cause I see it very clearly when we look at different metal bands and not just metal bands, but all sorts of what we would consider to be the prophetic arts, like yeah. people that are, let's say it's a lost person that doesn't know Christ and we want them to know Christ. We do. But we run into so many cases where we hear the voice of the Lord coming through people that don't even, they may profess atheism and God speaks to them because they're being authentic. We talk about Devin Townsend. We're big Devin Townsend fans. I am. I love yep. Devin Townsend. And when I listen to his music, I feel so moved. I have no idea where he is, but when he plays, it's so authentic. It's so curious. It's so artistic. I believe God will work through people. And and it's so it's not even almost a question of there is secular, obviously, there is Christian, but when we get into all these semantics, uh, those people, it's hard to express yourself. It's hard to glean the muse yep. without running into God because he made all of it. And whether you're running away from him and don't want anything to do with him, we're not trying to get preachy, but it's fantastic when God is sovereign and he speaks. So I really, I'm so encouraged to hear from you all personally of how authentic you're being with your, with your art. There's a song that you guys have, Chatter in the Room. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I was reading the lyrics to that yesterday and that it really affected me. Can you... Talk about that song a little bit more. Yeah, so Chatter is, well, we uh, get some of our inspiration from our fans. And a lot of times uh, people come to us and say like things like people say like they're not good enough or what should I do if like I can't do it. Um, so we wrote in the song that when people say like you're not good enough, you're not cool or you can't fit in, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough. And it's all that uh, white noise that gets clouded in your mind. And we are just uh, a message of like Jesus Christ can help you through that and can wash that all away mm -hmm. because it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. All those words and all that it's it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's so, just lies. Yeah, it's all lies. That's really important because a lot of people that consider themselves to be spiritual don't think those are real issues that people deal with. They say, well, if you're so spiritual, you know, if you're spiritual like me, you wouldn't have those issues of feeling like fitting in. 
But those are real things, real issues that people deal with and things that the Lord really wants to bring healing to. He cares about those he things. He cares about those things. Yeah. And and we're so weak, you know, in, in the way we are. Anybody, you're acting all strong, you're acting all positive all the time. Everybody has those times, you know, where they have to deal with it. Another question. As far as the future, what are y'all excited about doing? Where, where's where's the band going? Y'all are so young and so capable. The sky's the limit. Maybe dad bod core is not happening. We'll travel with you. To, opening to, act. <laughs> for you guys, it, it's exciting. The future, you, you've got things going. What, what? How do you measure success? How do you? Uh, what are you excited about doing over the next few years? We um, definitely have like a lot of festivals, yeah. a lot of new music, a lot of new merch. And that's just in like this year coming yeah, up. It's um, crazy. We don't really know what the definition of success is yeah. right now. Um, and we don't really want to put like too much emphasis on it and like make a certain point. Like this is when we hit this point that when like we're successful then, because if you haven't reached your goal, then you're going to get burnt out. And then like, once you finally reach that goal, there's been so much like expectation come yeah. like around it. that if it's not exactly everything that you hoped and dreamed it would be, then there's a lot of crushing weight of that. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to put like so much emphasis on this is what's going to happen if we're successful, but yeah. we definitely want to tour a lot more and want to meet like as many fans as possible. We've, been to Germany and that's like the only international show that we've done but we definitely want to like broaden all of our like we want to do way more international shows we want to like get as far as possible um like when with, like as far as touring goes um definitely want to like keep progressing in music and yeah. just like be able to impact as many people as possible because that's why we're like doing music and like we always say we don't do this for the success I mean we could literally care less if you know who our names or how old we are or <laughs> we care that if you know who Jesus Christ is, yeah. and that's what our message, and that's why we're that's thankful to believe that God gives us these opportunities in every show we play. So we're not necessarily like, are you going to buy my merch? It's, do you know Jesus? Yeah. So <laughs> That's awesome. Keeping the main thing the main thing is what they're doing. Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed in researching you guys is you, you've opened up for some pretty big names like Disturbed, uh, Breaking Benjamin, uh, Demon Hunter. And what, what's it like opening up for bands like that? What kind of reception do you get, especially like at a Disturbed concert? It's a little nerve wracking uh, yeah. just because we kind of we grew up listening to all those bands. And so it's like, oh, my word, we're playing with them. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just like the amount of people that are at the shows. It's like, oh, my word, this many people are watching us. I can't mess up. What if I say something wrong? Oh, my word. But like then you start playing and it's just everyone has always like just had such good reception towards us, like no matter what crowd it is. And just being able to see all the people like really get into the music and um, like be moved by the words we're saying, by the songs that we're playing, is really really cool. And a lot of the bands yeah. are really nice too. Yeah, like, that's some exactly of the what it is. Bigger yeah. bands. I mean, you've obviously got some of the bands that you know they stay in their bus and yeah. don't talk. But the bands that do come out and talk to us and they're like, "You guys are great. We watch your show." We're like, "Oh my word!" Like, yeah. thank you. It's like, "Oh my goodness, these big bands have watched us play." Yeah. <laughs> that's great, and that's exciting for me because these bands, bands that don't necessarily profess Christ, such as Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin. Um, that they're sitting and watch that they're there watching your show. They're getting the message. That's a yeah. big deal. That's a really big deal. And one of the things that God has called us to do is we pray for them. Yeah. That they would be saved. And it's our hope that, and that you're being used as vessels to help convey that message really is exciting to me. That's wonderful. Yeah. Outside of heavy metal or harder music, what do y'all listen to? What oh, do you like? 
all kinds of stuff. We oh, like right. the pop punk. I'm definitely an 80s fan. Yeah, so you guys so I love like, the 80s. Oh, Lord. Every time we walk into our room, we're like, what is going on? <laughs> I love the 80s and 70s. Yeah. You like kind of like the heavier stuff. So yeah. even heavier yeah. than metal. Like you listen to like oh, the heavy stuff. stuff. Middle um, child. <laughs> like the metal. And then I've gotten into some like rock again because, you know, you got to switch up a little bit yeah. so yeah. that you're not always... You know, you don't want to write the same stuff that you've heard, mm. so you try to switch it up. Maybe, maybe a little bit of EDM. <laughs> There's a little bit of, like, pop music that I will listen to. Uh, like, I can, like, say it's my guilty pleasure, but, you know, I don't want to say it too much because I'll get judged hardcore. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's, I'm always curious because we listen to an amazingly wide spectrum, and I, I love going on YouTube, listen to Tiny Desk performances mm-hmm. or KEXP with a lot of uh, different music and and just some great bands out there. And you so. probably you probably see the record rack behind us. I've got everything from ABBA and Paula Abdul in there to Epica, Within Temptation, Camelot, Disturbed. Oh, I'm a mess. <laughs> yeah, the whole Paula Abdul thing. I just can't get on board. No, that's good stuff. Totally 80s. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about your band, about what you're doing in the future? Where where can people see you, get merchandise, um, get your music? Um, well, we're definitely coming back. We're going to start playing shows again because CJ has been cleared by the doctors. So Yeah, my comeback show is next week. Yeah, we we're definitely going to start playing a lot of more shows. Yeah. So our website, thegfmband.com, has all the dates listed. Um, it's got all the links to like our merch and our social yeah, media. You can definitely make sure you go and check the merch all, often because it'll be updated very soon. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Make sure you follow us at the GFM Band on all our social media sites because we're going to be announcing a lot of stuff, a lot of release dates very soon. And yeah, it's just really exciting because a lot of stuff is going to be released. That's excellent. Glenn, I'm going to order awesome. you an extra, extra, extra large cheerleader outfit. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. So <laughs> be rocking the day. Hey, y'all, y'all completely <laughs> rock. It's wonderful talking to you. You radiate the love of Christ, and it's um, it's been a pleasure. So um, thank you for being on the Get Real podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So our listeners can get a taste of how good these girls sound and how talented they are. Here is their song that just sold me on them. It's called On the Inside.
heard of metalcore? And maybe even beautycore? But have you heard of dad bod core?